welcome to Wrestling and Today we're going to spend some time talking about wrestling and mental health. So, I mean, mental health doesn't pick and choose what job you're in. If you're a waiter or a gas station attendant or a pro wrestler, it can show itself. And in recent years, we've become more sensitive to the issue. But in uh, the past decades, it was either swept under the rug or uh, you know, the afflicted person was often blacklisted. Um, right now, though, we're dealing with mental health issues. You, you have Gabe Kidd, who's kind of talked about some of his stuff. Um, Dax Harwood, talking about anxiety. Other cases, we have um, cases that went far, like Ashley Massaro. And it's a serious and sad topic, but there's a brief light at the end of the tunnel for sure. We're going to get into that, um, but before we go too deep into that, I, I want to say there's going to be big spoilers here for New Japan um new japan strong justin where where have you been the last few hours i've been texting you what what's up <laughs> well you know where i've been um i took my seven-year-old son to the new yeah, new japan strong tapings um in hollywood or east hollywood um tonight and we literally just walked in the door about 10 minutes ago and i'm ripping off my wristband that we there you got, go got tonight it's not um, the hospital Brought some of my stickers and uh, gave a bunch out, and hopefully I'll get some of them their uh, social media followers from it or whatever. But it was just fun interacting with a bunch of people and um, at In Ring Art on Twitter and Instagram. And that's, that's so right. you got some of your stickers and had a good time watching the matches. Yeah, I took my seven-year-old son who made it all the way through. I was a little worried. Uh, Twelve matches, um, about a three-hour show. <laughs> that's a lot for a seven-year-old. Wow. Yeah. I was actually, yeah, he, he wanted to tap out a few times, but, uh, he made it. So, um, wow. you know, of course he Did got he fall asleep a, in the car though? No, on the way home, he was just texting, uh, his mom. So we, we were literally only 10 minutes away with no traffic. Oh, it's, it's, it's just so close. It's right up the street. Yeah. yeah it's like three miles from here. And, uh, awesome. you know, that's what was part of the decision. You know, I, I, I gotta go. I saw the card was, you know, it was pretty good. Pretty decent card. Um. Got to see. So, the, so you got to see like all the LA dojo, right? All the LA dojo. We saw she saw Jay White and Hikaleo. And you saw Okan the day after. Yeah, no, Okan and and Cobb were there. Uh, so they just flew down last night, bro, and they, they were doing I, the show I last night. I would imagine night. they just got on a plane from Hyperbat and wow. flew to the states and probably rolled out of. They, they probably got to the airport this morning. And, you know, probably went to their hotel and checked in and then went right to the show is what I'd have to guess. Um, is, uh, oh, no, he, he, I was, I thought he was from there, but uh, he's from Guam or whatever. I don't know where exactly he's uh, from. He's, well, he's, he, he competed in the Olympics in Guam, Jeff Cobb, but I think he, uh, you know, was probably from Hawaii. Oh, yeah, that would, that would make a little more sense. So, uh, the Jay White. What kind of uh, impression did Jay White do on the audience there in East Hollywood? Uh, the, the audience was pretty split. Mm. Towards Hikaleo? Yeah, there was a little more. To, I would say maybe a little bit to Jay. So uh, what was the turn? Nice. I mean, who won and what was the storyline going on? Uh, well, the storyline was basically, uh, you know, which side is Hikaleo going to choose? And they had a... a actually a really good i would say about 18 minute match 
And mm. uh, Jay White went over, sat in the chair, and asked him to say, are you going to go with your brothers or are you going to go with us? And he too sweeted him. So um, we'll see how that turns oh, out. Oh, so he, he he's on his side. What, yeah. were the, were the, uh, was the crowd mad at that or, were, or what was uh, going on? It was pretty split. It was pretty split. Okay. Okay. Um, at Resurgence, it was a, a very pro Jay White crowd against David Finley. Yeah, um, and they still don't really like David Finley for some reason. Um, yeah, I know. I don't know why. I, I'm I'm confused why he's still even working for New Japan. Well, him. I, I, I thought Juice would be there. Juice wasn't there. But you had you had the LA Dojo, so you got to see Clark Connors. Yeah, actually, in our uh, little area where we were, uh, where Clark Clark Connors uh, cousins cousin or something was up there. Kind of. Oh wow! With some of his family, uh, so Coglin. No, uh, no, Clark Connors. No, Sorry. but was Coglin on the show? Yes, he was. Okay. Yeah, um, he, do he was, some of his uh, tossing people. He was throwing J.R. Kratos around, which was pretty wow. impressive. Wow, wow. You saw uh, Yuya Uemura? Yeah, he was awesome. He might have been one of the most impressive uh, people to see. And then I loved watching Jeff Cobb and Jonah go at it, too for a little mm. bit my son was very entertained by the multi-man tags yeah because they're just like bang 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 yeah you know there's a mean? lot there's a lot going on and um, yeah you know there's just it was it was just a really fun quick show um and you you uh what it who did sorry i'm trying to think who did renarita go against uh chris dickinson Okay, so you got to yeah. see Chris Dickinson, too, yeah. do his thing. Yeah. So they, that's cool. They went to about a 15-minute draw, and it was pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah. Man, that sounds like a fun night on the town, especially if it's 10 minutes away from you. Jeez, you don't get to see that sort of wrestling all the time uh, 10 minutes away. I mean, I think for me, WWE is going to be coming here in, like, a year, and I think they're going to the World Arena for a house show. So uh, I might go. We'll see. Who who knows? Is the you know? World Arena is that where um, the Colorado College plays or somebody like that out there? No, they the they Colorado College used to play there, but they quit playing there and play in their own little campus now downtown. But it's the biggest arena in Colorado Springs, so no one goes there anymore. It's it's really lost prestige. It's fairly sad. However, they're building an amphitheater up north shortly, like real close. And, um, yeah, they're not going to be any wrestling there, but I, I, I guess everyone goes north. Everyone goes to Denver and Fort Collins, you know. Right. That's well, just... I mean, it's not that horribly far where, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, Denver's an hour away, so you just think of it like right, that. And... Right, yeah. I, when I lived in Boulder um, you know, years ago, I had a cousin that lived in uh, Colorado Springs, and they weren't that far. But uh, I don't like driving, and, like, I can't imagine having traffic like you guys have. I've seen that in Atlanta, and that shit fucks with my mind. Like, I don't even like going on I-25 to Denver. I just don't like it. So, yeah. And I don't have... There's no train that goes there. So, you know, people are different, right? Like, driving. No, no I'm not no a huge you. fan of driving, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you have to in L.A., so... You have to in L.A., and yeah. you have to deal with the bullshit, too. Yes, and you uh, take it and so. like it and load up with podcast and like like ours. Yeah, I I had tr- <laughs> yeah, and listen to this instead while sitting with the rows and rows. Anyways, um, yeah. So it sounds like a fun night on the town over there in East Hollywood, right? Yeah, yeah, right next to uh, Los Angeles City College. Um, okay, 
and Santa uh, Monica in Vermont. So yeah, was yeah. So and there's a lot of stuff going on with Strong, probably coming out that we'll hear about soon. I mean, I know they've done all sorts of big shows. Um, Fred Rosser had to cut his hair again, which oh, kind of sucked. I'm uh, kind of waiting for them to take the championship off of Lawler. Well, yeah, Lawler so. is. That dude literally put his hair in his mouth and started chewing it. I'm like, that's pretty gross, dude. Wow. <laughs> and and now, now when you went outside, were all the dudes sitting there wanting to take pictures with everyone? Or was it just Okan? <sighs> you know, Okan was the only one out there because he had some stuff that he was selling from Japan that he brought with him. Oh, okay. He was the only one that had a suitcase out there Like right when we walked in. He's was doing like, his due diligence, bro. They had the regular um, merch to the right and then... Uh, you know, um, Rokan was right there, and I didn't even know what I, I was like. Well, let's people are taking pictures of him, maybe he'll do a picture. Um, and I saw the stuff he was selling all cash. I'm like, oh my god, uh, I only had five dollars. And some people behind us <laughs> we paid off with my stickers because someone behind us, you know, said, oh, here's five dollars, go ahead. And uh, you know, <laughs> I told him, like, what's your Venmo? Venmo, he's like, no, man, it's all right, you know, we have, we, you know, I guess the guy was there. At, father and son like my son was that young too one day it's okay i'm like oh, oh shit the money he's like no you gave us the stickers all that i'm like okay um, damn good deed and then they sat us too because uh i brought a cute little kid with us like i told you before you, you know what everyone talks so much shit about la but it's all just fake shit bro there's nice people everywhere in the world i'm just gonna say that man well i like, mean they're i mean there's nice yeah i guess but i mean it depends on who you hang out with. And us wrestling fans, I think we look well, out for each other. There's L.A. and there's regular people in L.A. And there's, you know, and we're not talking about, like, the celebrities or whatever. Um, but, yeah, there's that fakeness everywhere, I guess. I mean. I still think it's bullshit that certain parties you have to show your followers on your phone before you can get in. That's some bullshit. Well, but yeah, whatever. but if you're at something like that, I mean, you're already at another level. Why would you even want to go to a party like that? Well, if we ever get a million followers, let's go to one and find out, all right? Hell yeah. Sure. Okay. So, um, <laughs> oh, sorry. Headphone fell out there. So, it sounds, yeah, like I said, it sounds like a cool night. Um, Going to move to something a little more serious here. Talk to the, talk about this for a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's something that goes on with all sorts of people, and um, wrestling is no different. So, first, I want to thank Shailene Hickson from TWM Plus, who wrote a great article on wrestling and mental health, I'll be quoting them, or not quoting them, but sourcing them quite a bit, so that they made a great article um, talking about what we're talking about. So, um, I, I guess I'll just get a, your blind impression here of, like, wh what do you think we'll be talking about as far as mental health and wrestling, Justin? Well, I mean, like any other, you know, celebrity and, uh, you know, athlete, um athletes celebrities wrestlers whatever when they're struggling with their mental health um they don't always get to do it uh behind the scenes or you know hide it with their nine to five job uh it's a little different from them so um and plus a lot of their mental health issues come from interacting with people uh in the public uh through what is it whether it's social media or just being recognized on the street. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think when, maybe when they have mental health 
issues, they could be a little more vulnerable or exposed, and mm. that doesn't always help things. So, um, y yeah, you know. it, it doesn't it doesn't help things at all. And in fact, w when I look back on the writing and with wrestling and mental health, we talk about you know you you have to be always on. Um, you have to have little to no vulnerabilities as a wrestler. You're so perfect and so strong. Um, and real life is obviously very different, very yeah. different from that. Well, I um, mean, when and you're and the playing this perfect character. And the thing is, too, yeah, not only playing a character, but I think a lot of people just in general, um, <clears throat> if you struggle with mental health and you're a celebrity, whether it's, you know, uh, what was the singer from Soundgarden? Why is his mind? He's amazing. Why is his name slipping my mind? Um, but someone who struggles with mental health and he, issues. You know, the, the people that, you know, that end up, um, you know, committing suicide and they have mental health and people would, uh, you know, would ask, well, what do they have to be depressed about? You know, they're rich, famous musicians mm. that are unbelievable. So it's I think Chris Cornell, by the way, Chris Cornell. Yes, of course. One okay. of the greatest leading sound garden. He's unbelievable. But yeah, but yeah, but they, t they like, Hey, you have everything in the world. You're on top right. of the world. You're in the biggest so, spot and it's like what do you have to worry yeah it, so i think a lot of those people automatically don't get the empathy that they they that they they need because i think a yeah. lot of people that are suffering from mental illness um it you really helps them when i i i mean of course we all have our level of mental struggles but empathy is always a big one and when you are going through those issues and no one has empathy for you that can only make him worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm just thinking, like, I have my own mental health issues. I've been on antidepressants for many years. I, right. I'm doing great now. But, I mean, I can only imagine being put in a situation like that or the pressure, the the intense pressure of constantly... I mean, we, we you and I talk about job stress behind the scenes you know what i mean yeah yeah and i can only imagine um the type of pressure um you know that goes on in the industry well and a lot of it is stress that we you know are making ourselves feel or we're overblowing what is actually there um, versus well, you gotta learn. You've gotta learn though to to realize that. Yeah, and that takes some time, you know. Or you have to just learn to see what I what I would do with my mental struggles. I have to acknowledge. Okay, listen. You know this isn't a big deal, but you're gonna make it a big deal. So, you know, you're just gonna have to ride yourself out with this. I mean, that's sometimes how I have to deal with it. Is it's like um, you ever dream and you know you're dreaming, so you tell yourself, "Hey, I'm dreaming," so I'm gonna try and have a fun dream because you're able to acknowledge mm. it. But um, yeah. sometimes you just have to, you know, it's it's sometimes that's how some people deal with it, including myself. But um, I can only imagine, like, you know, if somebody like, you know, Gabe Kidd, who we're going to talk about, who a lot of his struggles are out there on social media and you can see it's not great for him. It, you know, we, we would assume, like, how come he just can't get off Twitter? How come he can't he keeps answering all those trolls and stuff like that? But yeah, 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 totally. And it's a difficulty you know, to get off. That's part of the struggle is you, you can't quit those things, right? 
Yeah, and also we don't know exactly what's going on inside anybody's brain. Exactly, um, right. You know, you look at Macho Man Randy Savage and was considered to have OCD, actually. And, you know, his his matches actually had to be perfectly set up. Everything yeah, had to be written and pre-planned. Like and you don't. Yeah, and uh, his clothing, all that stuff. So you don't really know anything about what's going in, on inside these celebrities heads except that they might be feeling pain um you know or might be going through some shit uh did you watch the bipolar rock and roller we might have brought it up on the podcast before but did you watch that Is documentary Mauro Ronaldo? yeah 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 i uh, it's been a while since i don't remember if i watched a bit or, i don't know if i watched the whole thing but i kind of know what it's about and i've heard about it yeah, well, I mean, the reason I bring it up is because that's, like, one of those... It, it really is where you're going to, like, see, like, intense side effects of mental illness and um, just just the most raw version, you know? This isn't anxiety or depression and things are going on. This is just someone who, like, you can tell, like, just has this intense brain situation where their brain uh, <laughs> just works differently, you know? And, you know, I just wanted to bring him up because, you know, he was someone who had trouble working for WWE because of just dealing with people all the time, if you remember that situation. Yeah, and I mean, I think Mauro Ronaldo might be one of the first, honestly, just someone in the celebrity industry or in wrestling in, that really was out there and acknowledged it and... um you know, he, yeah, made a whole documentary about it. Yeah, and I mean, he, he was he was constantly, um, you know, um, putting it out there. And I remember, remember how interactive that guy was on social media. Like, it was almost like lobbing up a softball, knowing that you would be able to get retweeted by him or liked at least on your mm. tweets. And then one day he just quit. And um, yeah. I think he still does like MMA and boxing, right? But I don't really think he does. He, he does anymore. do he he well he does what he's always done, which is boxing and MMA. Yeah, but he tried wrestling and he was like so good at it. You know, obviously some of the best the NXT best. matches of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for WWE, and he was like the best WWE talent ever. But um, you know, bullying. Uh, a lot of people not realizing his mental situation and right. talking shit about him, Corey Graves. Um, and, you know, it, it's like Corey Graves is dick anyways, but, you know, he, you got to be sensitive with someone going through stuff. Wasn't well, it something with JBL, too, right? Something with JBL, Yeah, too. with JBL, and he, he left SmackDown, uh, showed big success in NXT. And you know what? He's doing his thing now. Dude, probably, he works for boxing, so you know they pay the shit out of him, right? Was oh, that yeah. your cat or your child, by the my, way? My children are now storming in here. <laughs> Guys, not right now. Yeah, it's Oh, it's kind of funny. I, yeah. I got to admit. I thought it was a cat for a second, but I don't think you have a cat, do you? I do not have a cat. Just Oh, the children are the children have invaded. Uh, you gotta, you gotta let them have a little fun, bro. Yeah, I know. It's kind of they, they're on spring break, so so they're just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? Tackling each other? Or Pretty much. Yeah. Pushing. It's fun <laughs> until somebody starts crying. No, they, they push have... him into the next room, kiddo. He they... just went to a wrestling show. He's probably super aggressive. He... Right. 
maybe a little bit, but uh, yeah, he's the one on yeah, the run. Yeah, let's admit so. it. Anyway, well, of course he's physically tiny. Yeah, yes, Mauro Ranallo. Okay, right. We were talking about Mauro. Ma- we were talking about Mauro Ranallo. Let's uh, move it on from our commercial break of kids wrestling to uh, some of the, um, you know, some of the things that have happened over the years. You have Ashley Massaro, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which was a si- terrible situation. Larry Sweeney. Do you know Larry Sweeney? Sounds familiar. So he he was bi he claimed to be bipolar had a huge issue in two thousand nine, and uh, he hung himself from a turnbuckle post oh at the age of thirty, what? and was really doing some stuff. Uh, Malachi Black has talked about anxiety and depression, and right. he he says that sometimes wakes up you know not w- wondering why he woke up like why did did I have to wake up and he's had crippling anxiety. Um, even who was the guy? Uh, what well, he's from Colorado. Who was that monster wrestler in NXT? Do you remember his name? The big oh, white guy, Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan, right? Yeah. So yeah. he didn't he like cancel multiple dates because of panic attacks? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember back in the day hearing he, that? Yeah, I, I remember like there were some problems with him going to the main roster, but they ended up being a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> With him, so. well, there was a whole lot of stuff, right? A Being whole a racist, lot of stuff. Racist, homophobic, but but I, in, you know, starring in adult movies. Hey, look, man, the adult movies. Mess. Yeah, I don't blame him for the adult movies. You got to get paid in Colorado, but <laughs> I mean, just uh, I remember him originally. It was like panic attacks. Um, Moxley, as my headphones well off, Moxley has talked about having depression issues. Um, obviously, yeah. it was something. That he was trying to cope with, maybe? Um, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times, you know, alcoholism and all that develops out of mental illness, right? Um, you know, I think that's a really big issue. I was just saying that I yeah. think, uh, you know, mental illness sometimes leads to, or it co- kind of goes in hand in hand with stuff like drug abuse <laughs> and alcoholism. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure, and I can I can say that firsthand. It does like self medicating, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, That's really, how we hide it, right? Um, we hide. I mean, it a lot of a lot of people do. I mean, uh, you know, alcohol and a lot of the illegal drugs are not that great at hiding it or helping you. You know, there are other oh, drugs that are much better. <laughs> but they that way that make you maybe don't ruin your life forget about it for the time being while you're using but they definitely don't hide it from anybody because <laughs> they yeah you know it's that's that's a whole other thing but um yeah i mean obviously wrestlers have had their share of you know the reputation of them dying young and a lot of those are a result of mental illness yeah yeah i agree and it's uh you know, like I said, and we said, mental illness can affect you no matter where you are or who you are. Yep. And yep. Um, so, you know, just as a list real quick, um, besides, obviously, you know, no one hap- knows what happened with Chris Benoit. I imagine right. if he might have talked to someone about some of the thoughts he was having, you know. Um, I don't want to get too deep into well, that. But see, it was a different time where that stuff wasn't as acknowledged and... You know, people didn't really seek help, especially, you know, wrestlers and athletes. Um, Mm -hmm. And also, you know, when they did that, uh, 
you know, uh, autopsy of his brain or whatever, and they found out he yeah. had severe CTE. Obviously, mm-hmm. he was suffering from, you know, a lot of mental issues. Of course, that doesn't excuse any of the stuff he did, but, you know, the reality of it was it, uh, the results from those. And if someone, if, you know, maybe somebody like Chris Benoit was, you know, being going to a therapist or getting treated for mental health or was on some type of medication for, you know, depression, maybe that could have, those that stuff would have never happened. I don't know. You know, we just don't know. We don't know. But I mean, he definitely didn't seek any kind of treatment beforehand about what we know. We can say that. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I, I haven't heard of, you know, we've seen all the documentaries and all that stuff. And I haven't seen anything that, you know, led me to believe that he was seeking treatment for his, um, his mental health. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Sean Osborne, Rick Wilson, um, Eddie Graham, Mike Graham, Sean O'Hare, Crash Holly, Chris Canyon, yeah. um, Mike Mike Von Erich, Crary Von Erich, Chris right. Von Erich, um, Tojo Yamamoto, Ludwig Borg, Mike Awesome. You know, this, this yeah. is this huge list of people that were in the industry and then took and their I, own lives. You know what? And you can like rattle off a list like that for every profession that's you know celebrity profession and probably just you know guys that work at you know the supermarket and i think yeah it's 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 true you could you could list them definitely for musicians right yeah i don't think the um i definitely don't think that the percentage is any higher i think it's pretty even among the board with people that suffer from this i and i think you're you're probably right i think that the the percentage and we're not minimizing obviously no like, no no we we're take all this stuff super serious it, um, yeah. that's the thing is it's super serious and it happens in every walk of life rich poor middle class you know and and, star and you quarterbacks know, this... and grocery baggers all of them yeah and and, and and you know some of the situations are different we have like the lgbt you know um kind of you know uh mislabeling and yeah just there... lgbt yeah there are um you know characteristics about yourself that can um you know how do i put this like it's you if you have things about yourself that other people discriminate against that doesn't help your mental health right yeah 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 so Uh, if you're already predisposed to have those issues as well right right i mean so so you're um you know if you're gay then and you go to school and other kids are picking on you that's not going to help yeah. your mental health no no absolutely um you know yeah 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 so i mean I, I mean i guess what we're saying is all these cases may be all completely different but they all have this common thread of mental health issues yeah and um i do agree with justin that you know it's probably not a wrestling issue it's an issue everywhere so um yeah it's an issue everywhere um it might have been that places like wrestling and celebrity that they're oh here they come again hold on one second okay sorry (laughs) it's okay we're all good bro (laughs) all right sorry did you have to shut the door on him? I had to shut the door. If this was any other topic, I would probably let him run in and out, and it'd be cute. 
Is your wife chasing them? No. They were supposed to be brushing their teeth, so. Um, Okay, because I just heard, Kenzo! Probably. Uh, My wife's (laughs) trying to call him back to do it. Anyway, um, (laughs) you know, I think being like a big wrestler guy or whatever, like, it's probably a lot harder for them to publicly or just privately acknowledge that they're going through this. I mean, up until now even probably still till now, they feel like they don't want to admit it to their colleagues, right? That it's a real yeah. big sign of weakness, and especially a job where you're a um, a freelance, you know, or independent contractor where you don't even mm-hmm. have insurance to go get referred. It's a tough well, industry. Well, dude, I thought it was kind of weird when Nia Jax asked for extra time off and then got let go. I mean, look, okay, Nia Jax ain't that good, okay? But, I mean... I, we don't know the story with that, but yeah, I mean, I could see that happening. Well, they probably let her go because she was shitty, and I get that, but I mean, I that was a weird time to do it, I guess, but hey, yeah. that's that's probably, yeah, again, we don't know the story. Maybe they just thought like we did, and they were like, yeah, Nijax isn't money, but um, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I think things are changing in the, in the sense that, like, People are a little more sensitive to reaching out to their close friends about mental issues and stuff. I mean, you and I have talked about those sorts of things. And, you know, I've known you for about a year now. And, um, you know, I just I feel like you have to reach out. You have to talk about this stuff. And sometimes it's really hard. The most important thing to have is a support system. Um, Yeah. If you don't have people that you can turn to and I mean... They might not be able to, like, help you per se, but just someone to talk to and listen to you and tell you, yeah, that sucks, you know, and encourage you a little bit. I mean, that's key. And Mm. you have to trust that support system. If you have a great support system, but you don't trust them or don't tell them anything, then it's kind of worthless. So it's kind of a two-way street, but the first and most important thing that you need is a support system. So that's where, you know depression can start let's say you you have kids and you lose your spouse or whatever and you don't really have anything you can turn to you have your kids but then that you can't really talk to them about to yeah them about that and plus especially they're if they're very young as well yeah exactly yeah. and so they can't really empathize empathize with you per se and their children that still depend on you so you have to be strong too so i think mm-hmm. a lot of it too is in industries and stuff like that where you're an independent contractor and maybe you don't have the insurance is you have to tell yourself to be strong and you can't you have to hide how you're feeling and, and that just makes things get worse you know yeah yeah i i agree man um if you or anyone you know is having thoughts of any self-harm um i hope we haven't triggered you as i didn't put a trigger warning above here um national suicide prevention lifeline is one 800 if you're in another country, I'll leave a link of these um, numbers in the show notes. And uh, people care about you. So, yeah. Um, moving on. No good segue there. Like usual, we've dealt with this a bunch. But moving yeah. on, I wanted to ask you about um, AEW having bots that are that are controlling the network. What's going on? Um, well, you hear the screaming in the background of the kids now? Someone is crying. 
it, it, it's pretty funny actually i've been <laughs> laughing the whole show even through the serious topic i, I heard one i think some kid got power bombed through the fucking table uh, i'm pretty sure like i told you before it's great and cute until someone starts crying and that's that's always that's always how it was yeah. when i had my boy you know um Okay, so the AEW thing, I I heard Tony tweet about it or Tony Khan tweet about it, but like I don't really it doesn't has anything that um, he's saying that WWE <laughs> has made bots to criticize uh, AEW stuff. Is that what's going on? Well, he said that his uh, he's found that there is bad like the huge. AE, negative AEW contingent on Twitter is mostly retweets and. Uh, that they are done by bots, like accounts that just barely exist. And that he's wonders who would spend the type of money to do the, such a thing. Well, number one, who cares? Yeah, I guess so, if right? If you're Tony Khan, you're a guy like Tony Khan, who we, we praise constantly on this show, and, you know, say he's one of us, <laughs> right? Like, Tony, who cares, man? You yeah, I stay, think so. You, he, you're he, right. How did Tony? How do you even have time to to get into this kind of stuff? On I, that's what I wonder, dude. I think you know? he's got he needs to sleep a little more, bro. I yeah. think he needs to sleep a little more because he has an analytics company on sports analytics, and I think he's like sending some of them to do his wrestling shit now. But it's like it's like, bro, your your football team is three and fourteen last year. I think you need to get the those people to work for that. You know, get the Jaguars better. And I, I bro, you know that's that's his last. I think his soccer team is in danger of being relegated to the, <laughs> the Premier League too. That's their last. That's their, his last concern, man. Yeah, yeah, it's like, man, like um, he wants to win that Observer or uh, Observer Best Booker Award. He's not. He doesn't care he, about the did cottage he win it this year. He won it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Won. He's getting the acknowledgement from the people that he he needs it. Not just a ran a lot of random. You know, he's getting the acknowledgement from people like us who consume wrestling. Um, as one of our top, you know, the hardcore fan love. For the most mm-hmm. part, hardcore fans are cool with AEW, right? Um, you have the, well, the, the hardcore fans make up AEW, brother. Right, and you, and you know, so I think people that like New Japan only are kind of okay with AEW, and you know, you do have the WWE. I think fan people that like New that Japan maybe. only generally hate AEW, bro. You think so? so? Yeah. Yeah, because if know. you like, if you're down to one promotion only, then that's a little weird. Like, those people are freaked out. They're like, bro. You know, it's. I funny. can't let anything hurt my. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just can't believe Tony has the time to to think about stuff like that. You know. Maybe he's a super genius, or maybe he's just delegating. Uh, money to places that it doesn't need to go. He probably should be studying uh, his quarterbacks. Like throw is what you're saying, right? Well, not I mean, spending the the. That, he, I wouldn't put an analytics team on you know bots on for Twitter. EW. Yeah, I would study it's like, analytics look, for the draft for the team. Yeah. yeah, 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 dude. Let's study like the fucking the kicks on his soccer team. Like who has the most effective? You know, uh, well, yeah, like just what the fuck? Some other energy into that or whatever, or you know. Is he married or whatever? Maybe it's just take your wife to dinner or something. <laughs> I, don't I don't think know. he's no. I don't think he's married. I don't think he could be married, bro. He's he's too he's married to his business, you know yeah, what I mean? You know, he's awesome, man. For the most part I got no problem with Tony Khan, but No, he seems like a cool um, guy, but that one's getting a little paranoid. It's yeah. like you just debuted fucking um Samoa Joe. Like you but don't hey, have man, shit to be worrying about. That, you know, couldn't be part of having some mental issues is that he needs to have that gratification or 
he needs to find get to the root of things. I mean, the, he's yeah. a very detailed oriented guy. So like, you know, that could just be something that you know. <laughs> that uh, you know, you know, know I, I appreciate you bringing that up and uh, you know? bringing that up from there. You know, it, it's like sometimes they're quirks and sometimes they're issues. It just depends on how much they happen, right? Yeah. Like if you, if you, if you like, if like Vince McMahon, there are probably a lot of people who'd say he had mental issues, but like a lot of others would probably just call them quirks. Yeah, and but, you know what it is? It's just we don't understand. All right, hold on one second. I'm gonna let the door back open, but. If we see children sprinting through here, if we hear children sprinting through here, we'll know what is going on. I don't. I don't know why. (laughs) Is one of the kids hyperventilating? I don't know why brushing your teeth (laughs) requires hyperventilation, but it does in this. Well, you. Well, it's because you didn't force them to do it. That's why. You got to. That's because you got on the podcast. You didn't say, guys. You know. Yeah. Probably. You'll probably do it after the show. Yeah. I'd say what, it's all what? good. Can I? Yes, I have to check okay. his teeth. Okay, go quick. check him. I'm yeah, gonna go pee. Let's take. We'll take a quick break. All right. Okay. Stop. All right, thanks for the break, guys. It was. I hope you like that music. If you do, let us know. So we were talking about AEW recently, and we were talking about Tony Khan before that. What did What did you think about the Yuta Wheeler match? You drew a picture of Wheeler. Lately. Yeah, yeah. Were you inspired? I um, I didn't actually. I watched the match after I did that. I know it was weird, but I did. But <laughs> I heard about it. He's like, I could get clicks with this image. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to tell my kid he's done mouthwashing. It's all good. You're done, Kenzo! Anyways. um, Yes. Love the match. I I love pretty much everything wrestling this week, except for I didn't watch any WWE, but that's a whole other story, because I think the Mm, thing... Yeah, I didn't really watch much either. It was funny, because I guess all the things, you know, we talk about Tony and the bots, and and everyone takes a side kind of thing. Or some people do. Um, the only reason why I don't really like WWE is all circumstantial. It's not because of any of the people there per se. But anyways, that's a whole different. Yeah, it's like WrestleMania thing. was a good, but the shows yeah. just aren't. The shows aren't good. I right, mean, right, they, right. They weren't good again this week. I mean, same same old shit. Um, but you you did you did watch that? Did you watch the whole rampage or just that? F- I watched the whole match? rampage. It's only an yeah. hour, so I, yeah. I Generally a good show, yeah. Yeah, Good show. It's, it's definitely great. Um, I was. Well, I love Ricky perfect. Starks. Ricky Stark. He's actually a pretty good announcer, right? Yeah, he's just awesome. I, I just want him to do a lot more. And uh, you know the Adam Lambert, all that shit. It was all good, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, Adam Lambert, or uh, what's his name? Not Adam Lambert. Uh, Adam Dan Page. Lam- Dan Lambert. Dan. Dan Lambert. La- Sorry, is Dan Adam Lambert. Lambert the singer from yeah, from uh, Queen or from American Idol? No, or oh, from American Idol. Wow, right. I fucked that one up. Well, anyway, Thank you for anywho. correcting me, Dan Lambert. <laughs> anywho, um, and you know, a guy like Tony Khan takes a guy like Wheeler Yuta, who's you know really good, solid wrestler, and all that stuff, and you know, some might say a bright future, and I agree with that, but then just does something like that with him. Who would have thought to ever do that? Well, I right? think I, I think Not saying he didn't uh, yeah, you're it, you're but who you're would right. Actually, do that. That's very creative, you know. Well, I I think the ultimate goal is to do Daniel Garcia and Lee Moriarty in that in the 
Combat Club, but uh, I mean, obviously, Daniel Garcia is like on his excursion right now, learning learning how to be a sports entertainer, which is actually pretty great. No, I think it's a great. I mean, I was thinking about that today at the show. Are we totally done with mental health now, or what's going on now? Are we sidetracked? Yeah, we've we've I've I've moved on. Okay, we've moved on. Um. Well, here's the thing is, like, I was just thinking about it today when I just saw, like, you know, guys like, you know, Great O'Conn, I'm not sorry, like, Jeff Cobb and Jonah in the ring together just going at mm. each other. And I'm like, that's awesome. But I'm like, this will never be, like, a title match or anything. Like, there's just, in a way, like, too much talent in, in, <laughs> in, in, in this profession right now. Well, I mean, you just have to be the top of the top guy. And whatever it takes to prove that, I mean, we don't really know. It I mean, just I takes... Just... I've thought about all these guys and all these indies, and, like, there's some guys that are just really awesome that are never going to even come close to being at the top. Well, they have to go into a promotion and prove themselves, I guess, but, but even but then... I'm... Even then, it's just it's it's just crazy. Um, I mean, how... AEW is probably harder than WWE because AEW just has their top guys and, like, you can't really fuck with the These are guys that are in their prime that and will be for another three, four years. I mean, when you so. think about a guy like Jonah, especially Jonah Rock or Bronson Reed, like this is mm-hmm. a guy who was, you know, he was pretty close to doing something with NXT. He was the North American. Yeah, he was awesome. That. Yeah, love that ladder match with him. And besides that, he could do good singles matches. He was badass. I'm not really sure, but you know, he's still great, and he's doing the NJPW strong stuff. But like. You know, he's a guy that will probably never be, like, a world champion or anything, right? And there's a ton of guys like that who you would, you know, if, if Jonah came one day as a world champion somewhere, I wouldn't be, like, shocked. I mean, the guy's got a lot of talent. Well, but there's just so many guys. I like agree, that. but I agree. I agree. But, I mean, there also are a lot of these guys that will make a living off of wrestling, and I don't no, think no, that's I hope too bad. Do. Of a, yeah, that's but true. As far as yeah. being champion, maybe, maybe not. I mean, but I was just thinking you know, about the how, Ishii how... effect. Right, right. Like Ishii yeah. is like the guy who will never be, you know. Although he's the best wrestler in the world year after year, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, but it's he's, true. He's, it's true. He's he, he's going to have a long, lengthy career at one of the top companies, um, in yeah. the world. But yeah. there's a lot of those guys that are fringe that are still really good that are going to bounce around. And how? I mean, like, does AEW really have? the money to pay all these guys for all these years like ricky starks is like you know like a guy like ricky starks like is he gonna be an announcer i mean there's just so much well i guess he's trying it for he's trying him for an announcer but yeah you're right there's a lot and it's like who do you want to be the guy for year after year that's not the top guy right yeah like we see guys like um santino and or no it's not santino it's ortiz and uh wow i'm gonna get in trouble for calling him santino but anyways, proud, pride and powerful, proud and powerful. You know Santana, what I'm talking about? Santana and Ortiz. Santana and Ortiz. I called him Santino. I'm going to have to cut this. Um, Santana and Ortiz, like, they're just top guys, but they're always middle. They're, you know, they're like middle card guys. Like, they never really go past that, but they've been in AEW for, like, years. So, you just, there's a lot of those guys, and you kind of got to hope you can get in a, in one of the groups and get that middle card spot. If that's where you can go, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just get on a wave somewhere and ride it out is really what you can do. And I guess it's just like anything else. I mean, um, we only hear of famous actors, right? But there's a lot of people that are just kind of that most actors are just ones that, you know, 
get a few jobs or commercial here and there and they make a yeah. pretty decent living but they're not yeah and there's a lot of incredible street right yeah. yeah and there's a lot of incredible wrestlers that just i mean you talk about mike bailey saying he's really good i've never seen his matches but right. like, yeah like dude's never been like a serious champion right what has he won even a battle of los angeles uh he's been to the finals a few times okay know, including yeah. this one but i mean yeah, but I'm well. A battle Los Angeles isn't necessarily gonna make you uh, a millionaire or anything, but no. It, but I'm saying know. he's probably making okay money just traveling around doing matches here and yeah, there. You know, yeah. he's I mean, not gonna be WWE Championship ever. Probably <laughs> just not. Gonna say. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, I guess like you said, just because you don't do that doesn't mean that just because you don't win an Oscar uh, and and stand, you know, and uh, star in one million dollar blockbuster movies or whatever the the money is now um doesn't mean that you can't be successful and live a pretty good lifestyle are um, we up to a billion dollar movies yet are we just waiting for know. that i don't even know i bet I you the new Le- uh uh lord lord of the ring series will be a billion dollars we'll see I, it's just a series not a movie though right i haven't even uh yeah but the series have like a hundred million dollar episodes dude i can't even tell you the last movie i went to um how far is the movie theater there's movie theaters everywhere here <laughs> well it's time to go see juju kaisen you're like I, i'm good on that i i i think um jujutsu kaisen nah i'm good i'm not going anywhere <laughs> not you're going not to going the to the movies there's, not, there's no movies that are worth not waiting for these days it seems like I'm not waiting for them to show up on a streaming service you didn't want to bring I'm not even gonna say that. You didn't want to go see Jackass? Not really. Okay. You didn't want to see AEW in the theater? AEW. Yeah, the, don't they do all their oh pro- closed circuit? Yeah. Um. I don't do you have think a homie so. who would go with you? Bring your uncle? <laughs> I don't think he would. He doesn't. He's like, yeah, I'll just watch it at home. Um. <laughs> I don't. I've never heard of AEW doing closed circuit. It's not 1984 or whatever. With no, but they do it at movie theaters in Colorado Springs. So you know, there's like ten of them in LA. You know what? I did see that they were doing it somewhere out here, but it was kind of far, like in Orange County or something. Mm, it wasn't worth it, was it? No. Yeah. So I wanted to tell you real quick that I did see. Um, I watched this show recently, and there was a big AEW Double or Nothing T-shirt in the front row. Okay. Yeah. And it was a hyper battle. Did you see the double or nothing guy? Did I see the double or nothing guy? No, I didn't. Okay. No. Yeah, he was just wearing this Japanese dude wearing a big AEW shirt right out there. I was like, okay, represent. Probably went to it, you know. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I wonder, yeah, yeah. That is pretty cool. Good for him. Well, you know that they just made an agreement now where they're putting all of Rampage and. Um, oh yeah, in Japan. In Japan only, I think only on the Japanese New Japan World. So I'm sure that's got to be a money deal, dude. If you get one of those um, VPNs, you could probably yeah, you can watch them all. That might be the best way to do it, huh? Yeah, I don't know if they're live streaming though. I don't think so. That would be pretty awesome, and I'm pretty sure they have Japanese commentary and all that. Why not, right? I don't think that's Japanese com. I think it's just a replay. Yeah, that's what I would probably. But. Uh, that there there must have had some money passed for that right man, that's you know just what, not man? just a normal agreement like i'll do this for you there's there's big things coming dude i mean we uh, they're they're pretty much opened to everyone but taurus now 
So I mm-hmm. think there's probably a lot of, uh, you know, they had the announcement of the G1 um, starting, you know, in mid-July. Yeah, um, and you were telling me that um, certain sports organizations have already started cheering and shit without any... Well, I think it's, yeah, I mean, that, that, that'll all happen at some point. I heard kickboxing, you said baseball. Baseball, some a 20-year-old pitcher pitched a perfect game with 19 strikeouts, so I think that was, like, a really big deal in Japan. Um, it would be like, mm. you know, maybe Hiroma winning the world title where people just couldn't <laughs> help themselves or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, kinda, yeah. I don't know, like, um, just something really special, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing would have to happen to do that. But we're starting to hear them kind of chirp out a little bit now. But I, I, the rumors are that they are... Starting to get a lot of visas going for the best of the Super Juniors. Mm, I hope so. Um, and actually, the commentary said, as far as G1, I heard them... They wouldn't say this unless they were like kind of in the know. Um, they were saying, like, oh, all sorts of different people from all different places and stuff like that. I was well, like, Well, okay. you know, listen, Tony has Ring of Honor now. And he True. is kind of interweaving it into the... But um, I don't think he owns... He has anyone under contract, so that really doesn't... Well, he can just, but he's using a lot of those guys anyway. I mean, you had FTR and the Briscoes perform on one of those shows. They probably still, I I don't know. I think he just pays them per show. Maybe. I mean, but maybe he can do that. If they're having Ring of Honor only shows, he has these things he can sew in. And I think clearly you're going to have impact is going to get a little something out of it, a little exposure out of it. So who are you looking to go into the, uh. Do you think Jonathan Gresham needs to go back into the best of the Super Juniors? I think he's a little too big at this point. Um, who are some people that I could see go into it? Um, yeah. I mean, we'd love Orange Cassidy and Yuda, right? Orange, like, yeah. Yuda would be a, a junior. Um, there's a lot of great stuff. There's a lot of great yeah. ideas there. I mean, all, I mean, obviously, every junior. Jungle you could do Boy, Sammy, Sammy Guevara. You could do... Uh, Let's get Jungle Boy in there. Jungle Boy, little. I don't know if you want to ever put him as a junior. That I might ruin just, his future. You, I, no, not necessarily. I mean, the guy is not going to be a heavyweight mm, um, right away. I think they might want him to be at one point. But I mean, yeah, I could, Shingo Chikagi was a, a light uh, weight. Yeah, that was point. that was kind of weird. But that didn't but, make uh, any sense. Will Osprey was um, Kenny Omega. Darby, was. but but hey, send Darby Allen. Send Darby and Allen and Sammy Guevara. You know, everyone make, from... Make, I make a big deal out of it on, on uh, you know, on uh, AEW, too, on Dynamite. Yeah, have qualifying yeah, yeah, yeah. matches. I, I actually think you're going to start seeing some G1 qualifying matches mm. on, you know, that would on be Dynamite. Fun. Because, I mean, if they're going to be putting Dynamite and all that stuff on New Japan World, they're going to need some tie-in to get the Japanese, um, mm-hmm. you know, viewers. Because that's where it's going to be, right? Why would well, they that would be a great idea. If there I don't... wasn't intertwining on there, right? We'll see. That would be uh, an I... awesome idea. But obviously, the best of Super Junior and the G1, both prime prime candidates for just all sorts of foreign invasion. Everyone. And you know? I mean, it's got to have. I mean, it seems like it's, it's in the works. It's got to be. Why else would you do all this? And yeah, fuck it. Put Zicky Dice. I don't care. You know? I don't know where put, he is these days, but he is I pretty don't, entertaining. Put, put, uh, you know, I don't know, whoever else it doesn't. Put Virgil in the fucking, as a manager for one of them. Oh, man. I want to see sauce. all sorts. 
I want to see all sorts of fun stuff. I think they have Olive Garden in Japan. That would work. <laughs> you think so? I think so. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I gotta say, your boys have had, what, a an hour-long epic battle? They are... Okay. They're on one tonight, This might huh? be a little TMI, but my two boys, 7 and 10 years old, now they're giggling. They have this love-hate relationship where they still... They have a bunk bed, Right? And they yeah. sleep in the same bed together, right? And it, and, yeah. and it's they yell at each other, and they'll be like, <laughs> "You can hear the scream, like, get away, get away from me, go to the top bunk." And, and then, then two they laugh. Later, one more chance, and then it's screaming at the top of his. Lo- Anyways, <laughs> but then they need each other to be in the same bed together. But then they want to torture each. Other. It's, it, it's 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 a hard age to learn, bro. It's you gotta learn to be your age. You know what I mean? Well, it just doesn't happen I didn't until have, you're about thirty. I didn't have siblings, so like I don't have that dynamic. I don't understand the dynamic of that relationship. <laughs> so, it, it just believe me, it'll all work out eventually. Unless one of them starts like really hating on the other, then you have to like figure something out. But uh, yeah, as it, long as they're generally friendly, it's all good. I mean, I think it's the big one likes to pick on the little one because he gets explosive and it's funny to him so it is funny it is very funny to pick on the little one for being explosive i've <laughs> so i've been there before i'm the big brother you know what i mean right i uh, right. i said my little I mean, siblings you know you're doing I that still... i know you're doing that to get a rise out of him and you gotta tell the little one you need to you need to stop screaming or you, you know calm down dude probably when the kid screams it's when he laughs the hardest he's like oh shit yeah. he's Anyways. probably cracking up every time but um orange yeah, chaos you know and the best of the super juniors let's do it yeah i'm down for that i'm down for uh sammy Guevara. sammy Guevara. however do a, do they a, say it do a four block 40 man best of the super juniors and <laughs> whoa well, that's go. a little much Let's go. Um, yeah, and yeah, we got Wrestling Duntaku coming up too, which is going to be Naito versus Okada. So Again, some we're super exciting stuff coming three up. Three matches with them before the, mid of the middle of the year. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy. Well, at least they let Okada win one of them, so it's not so terrible. You mean he let Naito win one of them? Naito win one of them. Right. My bad. Yeah, so right. that, uh, that's nice of them. I'm sure Okada... This is going to be another one of his two-year title reigns, and I'm okay with that. Like, let it happen. The only thing I can see them not do with it is they have Naito win, and then, you know, Okada just wins the G1 and gets it back at the Dome. That's the only other way I can see this happening. I wouldn't even want that. Just just keep it. It's tough because, yeah, because, listen, we all would love to see Naito get another run. We would have... Maybe even love to see Zack Saber sneak one in, or a guy well, that's like what Jeff I'm saying. But Okada as the champion just is what they need right now, and they need him to have a dominant run. Um, it's just what's I hate to quote you know that phrase, but it's probably what's best for business for them right now is to make well, him a strong champion. Yeah, and he's just awesome, dude. I wouldn't mind Zack winning the G1 though. Like even you know in months and months from now. Another challenge, and like maybe he could win it this time. I wouldn't mind that at all. I, I really fun. think it's going to be a while before we see a foreigner IWGP heavyweight champion. It's going to be well, a while. Well, it'll probably, it'll probably be Will Ospreay. Again, yeah. Uh, yeah. But even that has ended a little weird, right? Like his, his reign uh, was not exactly the most 
clean ending, right? Like there was some. Yeah, but that know. that kind of helps out the story, like you know. I but he is challenging for what the U.S. title, so yeah, I can. Who knows? Option. He's got a few years. He's still not that old. Um, so yeah, you, you give him his taste of the U.S. title, just like Jay White. Jay White could also come back. They never, they need you know. that U.S. title to to be pretty prominent right now because they're just lacking. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously they're getting things going again, but they need that. I think they're really starting to feel um, the the lack of a secondary title right now. Yeah, yeah, I if could I have, see that. Although I see a lot of things starting to get a lot better over there in New Japan, obviously with borders and just the product really ramping up um, mm-hmm. and just an amazing show they had at Hyper Battle. They really mm. do need that secondary title and... The never open weight. Uh, they had a chance to maybe put it on Hiromu and maybe have him do something with it. Uh, yeah. To elevate it a little bit, but then they stuck it with Evil. That was like kind of the only thing I didn't really uh, think went well for that show. Yeah, that um, rubbed me the wrong way, kind of too. But then at the same time, they can't make Evil some stupid loser um, if he's going to be like a viable. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, uh, it, it kind of kept some so. of his credibility considering that he actually beat him in the middle of the ring after tons of interference. But of course, uh, yeah, I th- I thought the tag the tag match or the junior tag match I actually loved it. Um, I don't usually yeah. like the comedy shit, but I'm gonna tell you this, man. Uh, it was a great mix of lucha and comedy and serious wrestling. You know, I'm very more... enjoyable. I think every match on that card was enjoyable. Uh, to be honest with you. Definitely in its own way. Like, every match was different. It's like, why don't you do this at the G1 finals? You know, I mean, this was just like an enjoyable card up and down as opposed to the like, all right, we got one great match and then a bunch of angles for you guys. It's like, no, fucking. So, yeah, shout outs to Hyper Battle, which is a show that hasn't been done in years, I guess. Did you know that? Yeah, they said it, it's been about 10 or 15 years or something ten, like that. Between 10 to 15 years. That's Was that their what their press release said? We something haven't done like this that. show in 10 to 15 well, I, years. I, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it just, was, it was a while kidding. since they used that because it was usually Secure Genesis or they used a couple other names too. For yeah. The, for this time of year, pay-per-view. Yeah, well, it is very exciting. Now, before we... Get going here. We're going to keep this show a little short here, guys. Uh, Justin just got back from this big show. I'm a little tired myself. Uh, but before we go get going, what was the best show you saw tonight, Justin? Best match? Best match of the show. Oh, man. Um, let me. You know what? I have the card on my phone. I have to revisit some of it just to really see. Because sometimes it just happens and you forget what was two matches ago. Oh yeah, but that's my struggle, I guess. Um, oh, it, it definitely happens when you get, you know, so much, tension so through. many matches, and you're like, okay, okay. So let it load here. I'll tell you. Okay, so Keita Murray and Yuya Yumura, Kevin Blackwood, Lucas Riley. That was a really good match. Um, K- Keita Mura, was that Keita Mura? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Kit, Kate, Kate. Keita Murray. I think he's uh, like a low... Uh, I've heard of his name before. Okay, so that was the best match with Yuya Uemura? No, 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 no. I'm just reading through the matches here. Oh. <laughs> the six-man tag with Great O'Connor and Hanare, Taylor Rust, uh-huh. Brody, Brody King, Taylor Rust, and uh, Mascara oh. Dorado was good. They unmasked Dorado. 
Um, really? Yeah. But he didn't. So who is he? He, he didn't expose himself. They didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, he didn't. He well, we usually don't face. like when people TJP expose themselves. Yeah. TJP stole his mask. Um, Alex Zane, Christopher Daniels. Uh, what? Versus Chris Bay and El Fantasmo was really good. Oh, so El Fantasmo coming to the States. Yeah. Carl Fredericks, Clark Connors versus Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado was really good. Oh, the Nightmare Factory guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tomohiro Ishii and Big Damo was okay. I, I I'm not I wasn't Big Damo does not doing is not doing it. Didn't do much for me. Uh, okay. I mean it was, I it, I love Ishii and all that, but it wasn't his best match. That was the main event too, so it was kind of like a bleh. Okay. Anticlimactic. Yeah, this was actually a really good match to be honest. Kevin Knight, the DKC, and Fred Yehi against Bateman, Mysterioso, and Barrett Brown. That was really a really great match. Fast paced. Yeah. Uh, th- six hard tag. Marketing. Mm. Uh, Rocky Romero, Alex Coglin, Adrian Quest against Jr. Kratos, Black Tiger, and Danny Limelight. Another great match. The okay. six man tags were on fire actually. Okay, Hikaleo. so that was kind of the highlight of the night. Yeah, the six man tag. The six man tags were probably like the MVP. Like just you know, not necessarily the best matches, but they were very entertaining. Uh, yeah, Hikaleo J White was really good um, with the storyline and an angle, right? Yeah, and then you had uh, Royce Isaacs and Jarrell Nelson. You know the West Coast Wrecking Crew. They mm-hmm. they went against Fred Rosser in a handicap match. Ah, uh, oh, okay. And that was the whole angle with you know Tom Lawler coming out and saying, "If you beat these two, you can have a title shot." Uh, and then at the end, he's like, "If you shave your head again, I'll give you a title shot." And that's where that whole little thing happened. Uh, and then he had Blake Christian, David Finley, which is actually a pretty good match too. And Chris mm-hmm. and Chris Dickens, uh, Chris Dickinson, Ren Narita. Uh, yeah, was a good match too. So that's a pretty healthy card, I thought. Did did they do like two uh, shows? I want to. It had to be two to three episodes they filmed because it was yeah. a good four. It was a good, or maybe even more because you have filler. There was and you matches. had repeat repeated wrestlers coming out for multiple matches, right? Uh, a few. Fred Yehi. Yeah, you had a few, but um, there was twelve matches and like I don't know. I I don't watch Strong on the regular as much as I should. But mm-hmm. I, I don't really, if it's an hour-long show, you probably don't have anything more than three matches, three to four matches per show, maybe. So they probably got a good, you know, month of filming done there. Are you going to um, rewatch one of these shows? Yeah, probably. Cool. I would like to see how it looks uh, when it comes on. So, And if you can see yourself in the audience, right? I don't That's think, because we were on the balcony up there, like in, kind of in the back, so I don't really think we'd be visible. Next time you gotta hang your kid off the balcony and see if you can get a better view, right? Right, exactly. It's just hang, hang him by the feet or something. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, upside down. So yeah. yeah. Well, um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Keeping a little short this week, which is okay because it's a Sunday night, and uh, you know, life happens. We're kind of. I'm trying to figure out what the best time to record is, and yeah it is what it is um, usually we're pretty consistent we usually do friday nights but you know sometimes we, we mix it up a little bit so yeah it's been a little weird lately but uh thank you justin for doing this show with me of course thank you and uh we will uh see you guys later later